I am back with this hotly anticipated part two. Part two in navigating motherhood and business while your kids are at home. You want practical strategies that work as you navigate this time ahead? You got it, mama. On today's show, I'm diving in deep to my tried and tested strategies, tips, and tools that are gonna support you as you continue to evolve and grow your business during these times. I'm empowering you with what you need to keep showing up for your business and clients, keep showing up as the kind of mother you like to be, and let's not forget showing up for yourself too. It is possible to build your business and find balance while this is going on absolutely possible. Let's talk about how and let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money and enjoy more time freedom. If you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corrie Javid from CorrieJavid.com. How are you doing, my love? We're here for today part two of our mini-series on navigating motherhood and business while your kids are at home. I am so excited to bring you this second part of this episode and this deep training today. I know that you have been loving the content that I've been creating for you at this time and it's been my absolute pleasure to be serving you and helping you and supporting you. Like I said, I am determined to be part of the solution. I am determined to lead with positivity and and abundance and expansiveness right now. And so this is part of it, arming you with the mindset, the strategy and the tools that you need to navigate motherhood and business, even when your kids are at home is where it's at for today, right? So before we dive into today's show, I want to remind you about the exciting giveaway that I announced on part one. So I have just created a brand new one-to-one coaching intensive, which is my shift to profit coaching call. And I'm giving away not one, but two of these incredible sessions for two of you incredible and lovely listeners if you are sharing this episode and part one. So you can share as many times as you like, share it in all of the places, make sure you tag me or send a screenshot of you sharing to support at corriejavid.com and you can enter as many times as you like. The more entries that you have, the more chance you have of winning. So it's super simple to enter. You could literally just right now, even as you're listening, take a screenshot, pop it in your Instagram stories and tag me at corriejavid and you're done. You've got your entry done. And why do I want this shared? Because this information, this training that I'm doing in these two parts, these two episodes, is going to be so important for so many of us. And I want any mother and business owner out there who has her kids at home right now to get her hands on this information. I really want to empower as many women who as need it to have the, the strategy, the mindset, and the tools that they need to 
continue making their businesses a success at this time without feeling like they're sacrificing everything in the midst of it. That doesn't have to be us, right? We get to be successful mothers and business owners, even right now, even with these challenging times that we find ourselves in. So that's why I really would love you to share about today's show so that you can enter to win. And the other reason why I'm really excited about these new shift to profit sessions that I'm running So they're usually £497, but they are going to be free for two lucky listeners. The reason I'm excited about these is because I was really thinking about what can I do to really meet you where you're at right now? How am I helping my current private coaching clients? And these sessions that I'm offering up now are essentially what I've been doing all of this week and last week with my private coaching clients to help them to shift, adapt, change as they need to in terms of their strategy and how they're operating their business so that they can still profit and also helping them with the mindset shift that they need to keep showing up and actually thrive at this time and support themselves in taking the action that they need to to see the strategy through. So we always need that double combination of strategy and mindset, one without the other never works. And so both need to shift in a bigger way at this time to be able to continue to profit and even grow profits. Absolutely possible, but we need to make those shifts. So having reflected on this is what my clients are all needing now, then I know that it is what you're needing too. So that's why I'm excited to open up a bit of space in my diary for people who need that targeted help really soon. Ordinarily, to have access to me one-to-one, you would need to have a discovery call and get on my waiting list. And I'm booking out well into the year at this point. And I'm, of course, having an increase in demand, which just kind of makes sense right now, doesn't it? Because if you've been trying to go it alone previously, I mean, I think many of us are on board with now is not the time for that. If I want to be successfully navigating this period of time ahead and make sure that my business continues to grow, then I'm going to need somebody in my corner. So it's not surprising that my waiting list is really filling up. But I am also opening up these one-off sessions for those of you who just need that targeted, short, sharp help to shift your mindset, shift your strategy so that you can readjust and profit, okay? Absolutely possible for you. So like I said, if you want to win one of those, there are two on offer. Share this show, share it on all the places. Sharing is caring. Let's get the word out on the streets, (laughs) literally not on the streets. Let's get the word out online um, so that any mum and business owner who needs it gets this information and can use it to navigate the path ahead. Okay, so, and actually, just while we're on that point, I wanted to share with you why these sessions are so transformational, because I essentially did this exact session just yesterday with a client, and I wanted to kind of share that with you so you can get a bit of an insight into this prize that's on offer. So she got onto the call having a bit of a mindset wobble. You know, many of us are experiencing a roller coaster of emotions right now as we are trying to learn to adjust to these weird times, right? Um, And that's okay. We're allowed to be humans. We're allowed to have positive and negative emotions right now. It's all part of the human experience, right? She got onto the call having a bit of a wobble, feeling a bit fearful for the future of her business, feeling that her confidence had been a bit knocked and not really being able to see a path ahead and assuming that things were pretty dire for her business. Now, the first thing that we did was we shifted her mindset because she was coming 
at this from, of course, a place of fear. And that's how many of us are coming at this. But as I've been talking about, we need to really separate fear from fact. So I was able to help her do that. I was able to shine a light on her thinking and how, although it was feeling really real and true for her, it wasn't actually a fact. And and actually her business hadn't been impacted yet. And actually she was in a really strong place. And actually many of these assumptions that she was making were simply just based on fear. So Having somebody to support you to shift your mindset out of fear and into possibility is so critical at this time. Our business's success is always built on the strength and resilience of our mindset and now more than ever, right? So we did that first of all. So I helped her to have that transformational mindset shift And then we were able to work on her strategy because from there, I was able to point out to her from where I'm sitting because I am the kind of like observer. I'm able to see the opportunities that people have for their businesses more clearly a lot of the time because I'm not bringing my emotions to it, right? So with our own businesses, we bring our own emotions to it. And that's one of the beautiful ways that a coach can support you. And of course, my coach supports me in this way too, right? I just want to say that, Um, is that they can see clearly for you actually the opportunities that you have because they're not clouded by emotion and in in these cases fear right so I actually saw that she has a huge opportunity right now I could see quite clearly and I'd already been thinking about this about her business before we even hopped on the call that she has a massive opportunity to to step up and really lead her people in a way that's like super appropriate for her her target audience and the industry that she works in and really lead from the front and show the people that are looking to her for guidance how they can actually use this time to create good to create even social change I mean all the things like she's got a massive opportunity this can really be the making of her and her business because she can really shine right now but until we'd done that mindset shift she wasn't able to see that yet because she was very much in the stories of the fear and the panic and when we're in that, it seems very real, very almost visceral. But when you are able to shift your mindset out of it, then you can look at your strategy with clarity and see the true opportunities available to you. So we shifted her mindset and then we shifted her strategy so that she could readjust, so that she could be addressing her people where they're at right now. So adapting her marketing messaging, adapting her sales process slightly, but also She has other opportunities there to reach wider audiences and to really serve her community in a bigger and and wider way. But it wasn't until we shifted her mindset that I was able to help her by pointing out this opportunity that she has. And then we talked about shifting her strategy. And so we had just one hour, we did this. And at the end of the call, she was absolutely shining, glowing, excited for the opportunity that she has. She was really embracing this, like, oh my goodness, this is it. I was born for this kind of thing. And I was like, yes, hell yes, you are. So wherever you're at, your strategy will, of course, look different. But the point is, is we all need to right now be shifting our mindsets, shifting and adjusting and pivoting potentially our strategies so that we can continue to profit. So it's absolutely possible. So anyway, I just wanted to share that little story with you because working with my clients in this way is what has inspired me to create these new intensives. They're going to be limited in number, um, 
but this shift to profit intensive. And like I said, I'm giving away two for free just because it feels abundant and wonderful to do so. And because I appreciate you ladies, I appreciate you being here and I love you and I want to give back always. So that's what I'm doing share and you'll be entered to win. But let's get into today's topic, which is part two of navigating motherhood and business when your kids are at home. Let me ask you a question. (laughs) I'm assuming you listened to part one. If you didn't pause this, go listen to part one. They must be listened to in order. Was it mildly annoying that I was focused more on your mindset and self-worth and your inner strength in part one than strategies and things? (laughs) Let me know if that's true. It's okay. I know that maybe you were like, but let me add the practical tips, Corey. What am I actually supposed to be doing? Here's why I'm bringing you this training in that order. I'm hoping that if you listened to episode one, you could see why that particular mindset shift and those fundamentals were so important to lay the foundation of what we're going to build on today. So I know that sometimes that can be a bit kind of annoying because you're like, just give me the practical things. But what I know to be absolutely true is being given a practical plan without the mindset support to support it is useless. I've used this analogy before, but I'll use it again. It's like having a car, but no fuel in it. Looks great. It's not going anywhere. (laughs) Okay. So that's why we did things in this order. And I am today going to be sharing with you my tried and true strategies and tips for navigating business and motherhood while your kids are at home. If you need ways to deal with this, I have got you, mama. So if you're like, yeah, but how do I keep my business afloat? And if you're asking if it's really possible to even grow your business at this time, or if you're like, help me, I've been in quarantine or social isolation with my kids for days or weeks and I'm going insane trying to juggle it all, this episode is for you. So let's get stuck in. Last time we talked about self-worth and how you're going to have to shift how you show up if your default has previously been to assume it's all or mostly all on you. And if you haven't, like I said, if you haven't listened to that episode part one, do not pass go, go and listen to it now. So I'm assuming that you're meeting me today having had a conversation with partner or co-parent if there is one on the scene and available or you have otherwise figured out if that support doesn't exist for you. You've otherwise figured out either way, whatever that looks like for you, how many hours you have child-free each day or each week and when they are. Yes, again, do not proceed with this episode until you've done that. You cannot cut that corner, my love, just because it might mean having a difficult conversation. Your business, your clients, and you are depending on this, so make that happen. If that's you, you're going to have to pause this right now because proceeding without that clear view of how many hours that you've got and that agreement, if there's an agreement that needs to happen, it will not facilitate the rest of what we're going to talk about today. So yes, it might be difficult to sometimes speak up and ask for what we need, but it's absolutely necessary. Okay, so I'm assuming that you have your hours and when they are. You know how this is going to be. And to be clear, it could be like five hours, 10 hours, 25 hours a week. I'm going to be sharing strategies that work regardless of how many hours that you have, but make sure that the hours that you do have are fair. So go and listen to episode one again if you need to. Um, But like I said, in part one, I have been helping clients successfully build businesses on very minimal hours each week, just in the normal run of things. So I have absolute confidence in your ability to navigate motherhood and business when your kids are at home successfully. Okay, let's get into it. So step one is 
to schedule or schedule. You know, I always have a problem with this word. I'm going to go with schedule. I think that might be the American pronunciation. British people write in and tell me. (laughs) I'm going with schedule though. Step one, schedule in the most important stuff. What is the most important stuff? Don't fight me on this. (laughs) The most important stuff is downtime, self-care and well-being and mindset work. Yes, you heard me and trust me, you will thank me for insisting on this. I do not want you squeezing and cramming work into every available hour and burning out. This is not a sprint. This is going to be a little bit of a long distance race. None of us know when the end is in sight, so we have to prepare ourselves for more of a marathon here, okay? And we do not do that by neglecting our own well-being. I cannot stress this more highly. Schedule in the important stuff first. Downtime where you're literally doing nothing or you're doing something that just relaxes you. Self-care time and well-being. That includes well-being, anything that you're doing. Fitness, exercise, mindfulness, whatever, spiritual practices, anything, all of it and mindset work. Now, it might not be that you have hours for this each day. It might mean that you have a short period of time, but have a period of time nonetheless. If you are burning the candle at both ends, if you are trying to do all the things, you will burn out. It's just a fact, my love. You'll feel resentful, you'll feel overwhelmed, you'll feel guilty, you'll feel all the things, and I really am trying to save you from that. So yes, you heard me. Even if it means that you feel like you are reducing your work hours by a maybe slightly frightening amount by making sure that you have downtime, self-care and well-being time and mindset time. Don't be alarmed by that because the quality of the work that you do in the hours that remain will be so far superior and you will get to keep showing up for those hours in the short, medium and potentially even long term if you schedule in that downtime, that self-care and that mindset work, okay? This is necessary more now than ever. Be a good example to your kids, be a good example to yourself, be a good business owner and be your own best friend by doing this. This is not selfish, this is also in the interest of your family because if you aren't taking time for yourself, if you aren't looking after your well-being, if you aren't looking after your mindset and managing your thoughts, then you're going to be fried and you're not going to be able to show up for them in a really great way. So, take charge right now of your own well-being. It's the opposite of being selfish and schedule that important stuff in first. So one way that I'm making this happen, I'll just give you the kind of real deal inside scoop and what I'm going to be doing. I really need time on my own. I'm the sort of person who recharges by having time all by herself. So this will be more challenging for me because there will be people in the house and around at all times. So to carve that out for myself and because I know that I'm better in the morning than in the evening. So yes, in the evening I could find some time for myself, but I'm kind of just useless (laughs) in the evening after my daughter goes to bed. Um, So I'm going to be going to bed an hour earlier and getting up an hour earlier. Now, I'm not saying that this is what you need to do. I'm just saying that I know what I need to thrive. And that's one of the ways that I'm making that happen. So I can have an hour in the morning when the 
the house is nice and peaceful and quiet and I can do some journaling, I can meditate if I want, maybe even do a bit of yoga, maybe just sit at the kitchen table, have a cup of tea in peace without the telly on, <laughs> looking at the garden. And that's what I'm. one of the things that I'm doing. So that's one of the things that I've scheduled in. But I want you to think about how you're going to make this happen. So step one is schedule in those important things. I want you to do that right now. So what you can be doing is you could just literally draw out a grid on some paper or do this in a spreadsheet um, where you've got like the days of the week across the top and the times down the left hand side. I'm sure we've all created a timetable before. Now is the time to be doing this. So schedule in that downtime, that self-care and well-being and your mindset work, daily mindset work. I'm going to insist on that. Your mindset is going to be the thing that sees you through this. Your the, the consistency of the mindset work that you do to support yourself, to feel empowered, to be getting proactive with the thoughts that you're thinking, to do that all-important thought management is critical to the success of your business. Always, but it's extra critical right now because um, we're in condensed kind of times and situations, meaning that Having a crummy mindset might take a long time to sabotage your business, but right now that timeline's going to be shortened. Does this make sense? So I don't say that to be like scary. I'm just saying it that it's an opportunity actually to empower yourself by cultivating an abundance mindset, cultivating a growth mindset, cultivating happiness, joy, and positivity. This all takes a little bit of dedicated daily work and that could be literally five minutes so you can find five minutes even in these circumstances but I just really want to hammer that point home I feel like I have now (laughs) I'll I'll move on okay step two what's left for your business so what is left for your business how many hours of child free work I'm going to get back to that point in just a minute child free work time do you have schedule it in make it very clear and stick to it winging it is going to lead to burnout okay and here's why when we wing it we are really unrealistic about what we can achieve and so we have more on our to-do list than we are actually going to complete and when we have unticked items on our to-do list it creates an open loop in our brain and our brain keeps thinking about it in the background on repeat until we've ticked it and this is one of the ways that we feel overwhelmed winging it will also mean that you never feel switched off if you wing it right now and you don't have segregated work time and segregated family time and segregated downtime it will mean that everything will bleed into each other and you will feel like you should be working when you're with the kids you'll feel like you should be with the kids when you're working and that leads to that all too familiar mama guilt that too many of us suffer from and then business guilt when we're not working on our business and it's exhausting feeling that way so we really need segregated time that's ring fenced and that's why even if you don't normally enjoy having a schedule and you like it being a bit more free and easy you will actually find that a schedule is going to create freedom for you now because it gives you the containers to be present in the thing that you're doing and to actually get realistic with mapping out your time and knowing what it is possible for you to achieve in your business. So scheduling actually creates freedom. The other reason that winging it leads to burnout is because when we're winging it, we tend to be context switching more. So instead of saying, okay, I've got two hours now, I'm going to work and then I'm going to switch off and I'm going to go and be with the family. Um, 
if if we're not doing that, we're just kind of like looking for gaps to present themselves where we think, oh, actually, my kid's like watching TV right now. I guess I could get away with doing a little bit of work. The problem is, is that we're context switching more. Now, context switching means we're picking up one new activity and putting down another. So talking to your kid, looking at your phone, talking to your kid, answering an email, like going in the other room, putting on a load of wash, coming back and finishing that email context switching and it makes us so inefficient there's loads of studies on this it's science it's not something I'm making up Um, I studied it when I was in the corporate environment because I was always helping people find ways to reduce context switching it helps us to achieve more in the time that we have and that's what we really need right now so make yourself a schedule and stick to it so schedule in that downtime the well-being time the mindset work first and then note what hours you have remaining for your business each week and like I said even if it's only a few you can still keep momentum rolling on your business but make sure you're really clear on what's left and when it's going to be Okay, step three is I want you to do a brain dump, get a plain piece of paper or open up a new Google Doc, whichever works for you, and just dump everything in it. All the activities, all the to-do items, get them all down, anything that you feel like you should be doing, need to be doing, must be doing in your business, get it all down there. And then once you've done that, I want you to categorize them. So mark up those which are daily, weekly, monthly, and the other things that are ad hoc or project-based types of things. And then you can have a clearer view on what you're left with. And if you want to, you can put them in kind of neat columns, or if you want to put this into a spreadsheet, do what you want to do, or just use a highlighter, whatever works, just find what works for you. But you want to have everything dumped down, and then you want them categorized. Then before we do anything with that list, you're going to need to readjust your goals. The goals that you had, you had goals, right? You've been listening to the show and you set goals, right? The goals that you had or the direction that you were heading in or the focus that you had in your business previously might need to adapt right now. It might need to pivot. You might need to meet new demand that's flooding into the market because guess what? That's happening in many spaces. Um, Pick one key goal, one key focus for your business. Now is not the time for a myriad of different projects and plates that you're spinning. If you want to really keep momentum going and keep making profits and maybe even growing your profits right now, now is the time for us to be laser beam focused. And actually, I would even go so far as saying that if you're following this process that I'm mapping out for you, this is a process that I've done. This is a process that I've previously used. This is a process that I've walked many clients through. And what I find is that Often when we are in times of increased time pressure, so meaning that we have less time to work on our business than is normal, and this will be true for many of us right now, not all of us, because hey, maybe your partner is actually not working right now and you're like, okay, I can work full time in my business and I don't normally, luxury, <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's you. But if you are finding yourself more squeezed for time because of these circumstances and because of having your kids at home, actually, if you follow this process, you might find that your business moves forward faster. Because the thing that I know to be true is that we will always expand to fill the time that we have. And the other thing that I know to be true is that when we have a little bit more time and we have a little bit less pressure on our time, it's easy for us to fill our time with the busy work. We've all been there doing the busy work, feeling like we spent the whole day doing stuff, but then getting to the end of the day and feeling like, 
Did I actually achieve anything? Did I actually make any money? Did I actually move the business forward? Right now, if you're following this process, you might become so laser focused that actually things leap forward for you. And so I say this from experience, not just with my clients. And I've talked about this on the show before, but one summer, not last summer, the summer before, I had planned on enrolling my daughter in some kind of summer day camp type of thing. And then I really decided I didn't want to do that. I wanted to spend more time with her. So instead of having 25 hours a week, I had about 10. And so I was working less than half of the hours that I normally did. Plus on top of that, we were going on holiday. (laughs) So I was having some weeks when I was not going to be working basically at all, other than maybe a quick check-in and base camp with my clients. So I was like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? How am I going to do this? And I worked through this exact process that I'm stepping you through today and my business leapt forward I celebrated at that point my biggest cash month to date my point being that actually sometimes these things help us to become way more efficient than we've been help us to really stop allowing ourselves excuses and make us get on with the important work even when sometimes it's uncomfortable rather than the busy work and when we do that when we get focused in this way it can really move things forward so let's embrace this right let's just go with it and say this is going to be a good thing for our businesses even if we have less time than normal okay so you've done your brain dump you've categorized your activities into daily weekly monthly ad hoc projects and then you've readjusted your goals and you have picked one key goal, one key focus of momentum for your business. And you've adapted if you need to, to any new demand or changing demand in your marketplace. Then it is our chance. Now we have that goal, that focus is the lens through which you make decisions on this brain dumped list. So you want to go through and ask yourself, with every single activity, action item, and to do on that page, will this help me to either A, meet the current demand within my business? So what I mean by that is, will this help me to service my existing clients and keep showing up for them? And the second question is, will this help me to achieve my goal? And will this contribute to my one key focus for my business? If the answer is no to both of those questions, it has no business on your list right now. (laughs) It can wait until later. So I'm going to say those questions again. Number one, is it going to help you to show up for and serve your existing clients and keep your business as is functioning? Number two, is it going to help you to meet that goal, whatever your new goal is, whatever your key focus is. If not, pause it. You don't really need to be doing that right now. So go through, get ruthless, decide what can be paused, what can be shelved for later. And then once you have a vastly reduced list, because you probably will, right? then you can establish what needs to move up in priority order. So have a look at what remains and decide on priority. So actually, this project will contribute to my goal and to my key focus. But actually, this other project is more important to being the first step to get me there. So I'm going to prioritize them accordingly. I'm going to work on this one first, and then that one. My priority is serving my existing clients. So this activity is paramount. I will do this first in any given day and then everything else comes after that. So be making those kind of decisions to prioritize and have a clear ordering. So for your daily tasks, which activities do you need to do first? And then 
weekly tasks? Which ones do you want to front load into your week? Monthly tasks, how and when are you going to achieve those according to the priority that you've assigned to them? And so when you're thinking of your priorities, I think you've got kind of two things that you want to be doing. I would say number one priority is stabilizing your business by establishing a new norm for your existing clients and service delivery if that needs to change at all. I'm quite fortunate, not much needs to change for me over here. I just need to make sure that I can show up in the same ways that I have been for my clients, but it might look different for you. So the first priority is stabilizing that and finding a new norm for your existing clients and customers. And then priority number two, as a sort of sweeping generalization, will be to meet any new demand or work on that key goal. So use those two ways of filtering and assigning priorities as you go through your list. And also make sure you are super clear. You might have heard me talk about this before. Make sure you're super clear on what your money making activities are for your business. If you want to continue to profit throughout and maybe even grow your profit at this time, you need to be super clear on what activities and actions do you take that directly translate into more money in the business? I will give you examples. So for me in my business, it might be getting on a discovery call with somebody. It might be writing a promotional post and putting it out there. It might be mentioning a product or service on the podcast. Anything that is going to take somebody directly from prospective client or customer to actual paying a client or customer. What are those money-making activities for you? Make sure that you know them and that you are doing them daily if you can. That is true now more than ever. So I would say if you're going to prioritize anything, it would be that and then directly after service delivery for your clients, Okay. So don't get sucked up with all the other things, all the other whistles and bells right now. Don't get sucked into those. Get really streamlined in what you're doing. So you've done your brain dump, you've categorized it, you've readjusted your goals, and then you've prioritized. So amazing. Now, step four is make a plan and know how to stick to it and when to let go. So you have your schedule and your priorities now what? <laughs> now you need to get really good at planning your days in advance. So it could be that you decide certain days of the week you do certain activities. So that's how I typically operate. So Fridays are typically podcast recording day. Um, you might want to go that route. The other thing that I feel really strongly about is I have a daily planner tool I'm going to make it available to you in the Limitless Mother template shop because it is so useful. It's previously only been available as part of a bundle, but um, if you head over to corriejavid.com forward slash shop, I'm going to pop it there for you at a reduced price, just to make it super accessible. Um, this is what I use all the time. This is what I encourage my clients to use. This is an incredible planning tool and it looks really simple, but you can read about it when you get that template and you'll find out why it's so powerful, but it really works with like our psychology and how our brains work to reduce overwhelm. So I use this daily planner tool and I plan my next day of work the night before. So our brains are more analytical in the evening and more creative in the morning typically. And so I use that analytical end of day time to plan the next day. And the way that it works, I won't go into all the detail now, but is that you pick 
three activities that are going to help you to achieve your goal or your focus and you only put those things on your list for the next day and you only put them on if you know that you have enough time to complete them and you don't put anything else on your to-do list for that day until you have completed them and only then are you allowed to add on one at a time if you have sufficient time to complete it in entirety. If not, you put down like a chunk of it, if that makes sense. So planning your next day. So let's say it's Monday evening, you know that you have, let's just say two hours of child-free time the next day that you're going to be able to work on your business. The last thing you want is to turn up at your desk or power up your laptop at the beginning of that two-hour slot and just be in that panicked paralysis. Anyone else been there before where you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. Should I do this? Should I do that? I'm going to check my email. And then you end up being reactive, not proactive, right? If you want your business to keep rolling forward with success, then you're going to need to be laser focused. And so that is using that priority list that you created, knowing what your money-making activities are, being clear on your one key goal, your one key focus for your business. And from there deciding what are my three activities that are priority tomorrow that I'm going to do first. If I have any more time, I will do something else. But it it takes out all of the decision making. So you've got that plan in place. You show up at the time that you're going to do your work and you can just crack on, crack the F on. And it makes it so much easier to be, like I said, laser focused in your business. You'll probably be like addicted to this. Be like, whoa, I had no idea that I could leap my business forward so much because until now it's been so easy to be doing the business work. Now I've really prioritized now that I'm planning so effectively and I don't have the procrastination and the decision-making kind of bleeding into my time and slowing me down. Now I can just show up, do things that are going to move me forward, do a money-making activity, take an action that is going to help service my clients, take an action that's going to move me towards my goal. I can achieve a ton in two hours. (laughs) It's really incredible. So this stuff works. So plan your day the night before. Like I said, if you want to grab my planner tool, head over to the Limitless Mother template shop. It's going to be permanently at reduced price because it's not like a usual template. It's just a planning tool. You can use it daily, but I've got an explanation in there about how you can use it and why it works. And key and fundamental to making a plan and sticking to it is being hella realistic. (laughs) So do not bite off more than you can chew. Like I said, if you're not using my planning tool, if you're just planning it out yourself and assigning yourself activities, you're going to need to be so realistic, my love. If you only have two hours, don't create a to-do list of 10 items. You will not do yourself any favors and you will always feel like you're on the back foot. Um, So when to stick to it and when to let it go. Let's talk about how to stick to this. So you've created a plan, you know when your work hours are, you know when your downtime is, when your time for well-being is and your mindset work. It can feel difficult to stick to it if you're not used to it. You're going to need to work on your energetic boundaries. I have episodes on boundaries, go and listen to them if you need to. You're going to need to work on your worthiness. I talked about that in part one, make sure you're doubling down on that. Um, Have a conversation with your kids if they are of an age that that's appropriate. So I'm having conversations ongoing at the moment with my daughter just to help to manage her expectations of the time ahead and to let her know that when it's mummy's work time, mummy's not to be disturbed. Mummy needs to still run her business. Here's why. Here's why mummy loves her business and also loves spending time with you. You know, I have those conversations 
and bring your kids into it so that they understand so that they're not feeling just shut out if you're working that they understand like why you're working and why that's important to you so have a conversation with your kids so that they know what's going on and also if you need to be continuing to have conversations with anyone else who's at home if say kids aren't respecting your work boundaries you're going to need backup from a partner if you possibly can saying hey mom's working leave her alone my husband's good at that now because I've trained him to be (laughs) just being honest there right and he's really good like we've got this down because I obviously always work from home so in the school holidays if it's his turn to be home and looking after our daughter they both know now and it's, it's just not a thing anymore that if I'm in my office with the door closed, they don't come in. They don't disturb me because I don't want to be interrupted mid coaching call with a client when I'm in my flow and in my zone. I don't want to be interrupted mid podcast episode. And so it breaks the train of concentration and then it leads to context switching, right? So if you want to get the most out of the maybe reduced hours that you have, you're going to need everybody to be respecting mummy's at work time. (laughs) And so that has to come from you at first. So help your kids to understand why this is happening. Help your partner to help you. One thing I would really recommend, and that works for us, and you may have to kind of get creative depending on your at-home situation, is office space for office hours. So I'm fortunate enough that I have my own dedicated office at home. I close the door. People know that it's office hours and mummy's working the end. But maybe you have to work from a laptop at the dining table or maybe you have open plan living and it's really tricky. Decide and get creative. You know, even if it's that you have to occupy one of the kids bedrooms for the hours that you're working or you go and sit in your car if you can have access to the wi-fi um you know you might have to get creative but i would really suggest finding a space that is separate ideally if you can with a closed door so that you can focus so that you don't get pulled in again and again to you know the arguments or the requests for snacks or just the conversation or whatever um now more than ever, it's going to be important to protect your time when you're working. And so um, find a creative way to make sure that you've got office space for office hours. The other way to make a plan and stick to it is to, this is going to sound obvious, but sometimes can be hard to execute, is to work when you're working and don't when you're not. (laughs) If we don't do this, like I mentioned before, things will bleed into each other and then we end up never switching off, never being fully present and descending into mum guilt. Okay. And I don't want that for you. So it's going to be really important to your mindset around your work that you try to be focused on your work when you're working. And this is why it's really important that your kids understand not to disturb you. This is why it's important for you to, if you can have office space for office hours. But if you can be fully present with your work, you will get more done and you will feel better about switching off and then being present with your family at the other times around it okay so it's something that takes a bit of practice and a bit of cultivating but if you just keep repeating it to yourself that I work when I'm working and I don't when I'm not so that also means that when it's family time you know switching off your phone maybe put it in an airplane mode put it in another room don't be tempted just to have a sneak peek at emails or have a sneak peek on social telling yourself that it's working or it's productive it's a really good time to practice being more mindful and more present with the things that we're doing and if you 
really are itching to work, then go and do actual work rather than trying to do both at once. When we try and wear both hats at once, it feels really hard too often. And then we end up feeling guilty and beating ourselves up and all the things. So work when you're working and don't when you're not. Um, And communicate. So communicate, 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 communicate with your kids, communicate with your partner, even with your clients if you need to, so that um, you might need to manage some expectations with them potentially for your new schedule but that's how you can stick to your schedule but when should you let it go so it's not about being kind of militant with your schedule either so we want to stick to it most of the time and while we can but of course curveballs are going to come up maybe your kid gets sick hopefully not with coronavirus but just maybe no no I've had clients at the moment with kids have got hand foot and mouth and tonsillitis and all sorts of things like you know kids do get sick unfortunately sometimes so maybe it could get sick maybe you get sick maybe you're just feeling a bit run down that's when you let your schedule go that's when you rely on any support that you have and that's when you give yourself permission and grace and don't tell yourself that oh even though I'm feeling a bit under the weather I still have to be showing up and performing at a hundred percent don't do it to yourself give yourself grace at those times when you need them and when else do you let it go you let it go at the end of the day when you have finished your work slot for the day let it go. Release the day. Release what you've done and trust that what you did was enough. This is always important to us as self-employed business owners because guess what? Work is never done. Business is never finished. We never arrive there because there's always a new there to get to, right? And so we need to practice telling ourselves that what we have done, even if it was we had five minutes to send one email, that was enough. I'm going to trust that that was enough today. The more that you can do that, the more you will feel less, the more you will relax and the less overwhelmed you'll feel. So at the end of the day, trust that what you did was enough. So if your mind is going there and saying, oh, I should have done this. I can't believe I didn't get that. Notice it and kill it and say, I trust that what I've done was enough. And if you need to, if you find yourself in a situation where you literally have like an hour or half an hour to do some work on any given day, fall back on my micro days structure. Super useful when you're in a pinch, when you're in a bind. Now, it's not going to be an ongoing long-term strategy, but in those times when you're like, oh my God, I've only got an hour. How can I possibly get enough done? My micro days really work. I've got an episode all about that, but I'll give it to you super briefly. We'll link it up in the show notes, by the way. Um, But micro days are essentially, if you remember, MMSS. M for mindset. Yes, if you only have an hour, you absolutely need to spend some of it getting your mindset on board if you want to make the most of the rest of the hour. The other M is for messaging and marketing. So you could spend, let's say you had an hour, you could spend 15 minutes even working on your mindset, getting yourself really pumped up in a high vibe place, 15 minutes writing a really killer, amazing social media post to connect with your people and build relationships. So that's M and M and then S and S. So you could spend 15 minutes um, following up on a sales lead. So doing some kind of sales activity for 15 minutes. And then you could spend the other 15 minutes on self-care, lie down in a dark room (laughs) or do some breathing or do some yoga stretches. I mean, you could do a 15 minute yoga video in that time. But that's what I call a micro day and you get all of the things, the absolute essentials, the bare minimums 
that you need to still be rolling forward as a mum and business owner. So fall back on micro days if you absolutely have to, MMSS. And finally, the fifth step in all of this is to get support. Now, I'm hoping that you listened to part one of this series and you have some support, hopefully, for you at home. But even if you don't, and whatever that situation, your home situation looks like, my love, now is not the time to be going this alone. Oh my goodness. We need each other more than ever. I am massively thankful that I have support already in place. So I have my coach and the other ladies in my mastermind raising me up, lifting me up, helping me to expand my view of what's possible right now, helping me to stay abundant, helping me to keep my mindset on track, helping me to see the opportunities that are there if I look for them, if I separate fear from facts, all the things, right? So that now may well be the time to consider getting a coach or mentor because it takes the strain off of you having somebody to, you know, like I was mentioning at the top of the show, having somebody to help you shift your mindset, helping you to adapt to these times and being there with you and helping you navigate through all of this is going to be absolutely fundamental to so many because there genuinely is a way for many, many business owners to actually thrive through this. And I know that might not feel true or even possible for you right now. If you have an online business, especially, people are going to be looking to us and thinking, oh my goodness, you're so lucky you have an online business. You're not as impacted, right? But in order to adapt and evolve and grow as you need to through this, having a coach or mentor by your side can be really critical too taking the strain off of you. The other thing is it actually takes a bit of strain as a kind of side benefit. I find it takes the strain off of my marriage. So before I had my coach, I felt like I was always wanting to kind of ask my husband or he didn't really get it. He doesn't understand. And my friends at the time, none of them had businesses. So I just felt a bit kind of like, oh, I can't speak to anybody who gets this and who understands and who knows what it's like to be an online business owner. So that's also just a side note that many of my clients have also told me that actually since working with me, they've found things have improved because they're not kind of reliant on their partner to have those conversations and to get that support that they kind of need for their business from them. And I don't think it's surprising that what I'm hearing for from friends of mine and peers of mine who are also, um, and also clients of mine who are also coaches in this space, I don't think it's surprising that there's actually more demand right now because I think people get that we're going to need this type of support, right? If we've been at all tempted to go this alone before, I think we can all agree now's not the time for it. So get support if that feels like the right thing for you because that's going to really enhance your ability to shift and change as you need to and to actually get through this and not like I said not just survive but actually thrive and maybe come out with an even better business as a result um so that's some of the support that you might consider. The other support is like now would also be a time for if you have the scope for it, hiring a VA, for example, or an OBM or an accountant, having a look at those actions. You know, when you did that brain dump, what are some of the things on that list that aren't in your zone of genius that somebody else could support you with? I will certainly be expanding the amount of team support that I have at this time because I will be spending probably less hours in my business than I'm used to. And so because of that, I'm going to need that support. And I feel good about that because it's also my way of contributing back to the online economy and community by hiring other women to support me, right? So have a think about what that looks like for you though. 
it will feel really hard if you're going this alone. It will feel more of a struggle. And if you organize some support for yourself, you will be so much better equipped to find your way for you, for your business through this, even while your kids are at home, right? Okay, so let's just do a quick recap, then we'll get to our dash of woo. So the steps that you need to take to navigate motherhood and business successfully while your kids are at home at this time is number one, scheduling that important stuff. Don't want me to start going into that again, do you? I, I'm sure that you're on board with this and we're on the same page. Do it. Don't avoid it. The second step is what's left for your business. Schedule it in and then stick to it. Don't be tempted to try and wing it. The third thing is to do that brain dump, categorize it, prioritize it, get clear on your goal and focus and make sure that you know where your priorities lie accordingly. The fourth is to make a plan for each day day and then stick to that but also know when you have permission to let it go and the fifth is to get extra support really now is not the time to be going it alone okay my love so let's get into today's dash of woo if you're new around here and you're like what's a dash of woo it's a short practical manifestational mindset tip designed to take what we've been learning about in today's show and give it an extra boost so Here's what I want you to do. Here is something that I am really leaning into at this time and it's been serving me so much. It's been something that I've been cultivating as a kind of mindset practice anyway for a period of time, but it's re I'm really leaning into it extra right now. And it is trusting the universe. Maybe that for you is God, angels, source, whatever, but trusting some higher power that is supporting you. The universe really does have your back, to use Gabby Bernstein's phrase, and that is true even now. Even when you feel like, hey, universe, what's going on? The universe still has your back if you are willing to put your faith in it. So trust the universe to do its half. In life, in business, in anything we are looking to achieve or create or manifest for ourselves, we only ever have the burden of half the work, right? We only ever have responsibility for half. You do half of the work. You show up and you do the smart business owner things for your business and the universe does its half. It provides the right people in the right time, the right ideas for you, all of the different behind the scenes things. The universe is there matching you, meeting you halfway if you let it. So let the universe do its half, trust the universe to do its half. And this is a great thing to be thinking about when you get to the end of the day and you are having to practice that I've done enough, I'm trusting what I've done is enough. You can do that by also leaning on the universe and being like, and now the universe takes over because the universe is on your team too, right? And so always be remembering that if you're journaling or meditating, it can be a really great time on a daily basis to surrender to the universe, to trust the universe, to be supporting you, to be bringing you the right ideas, circumstances, to be showing you the next step. And when you do that, you're actually opening yourself up to that guidance. You're opening yourself up to receive that support. When you feel like it's all on you and you're all alone in this, you're closing to receiving some like great inspiration, great hits of creativity, um, great circumstances opportunities, people coming your way, all those things, all those gifts that the universe has ready for you to help you achieve what you want to achieve and get where you want to go. We close ourselves off to it when we tell ourselves it's all on us because the universe is like, oh, okay, you want it to be all on you. You get what you want, right? You always get what you want. So 
Don't feel like it's all on you. Trust the universe to be doing its half and lean into your feminine energy. So when we are working in reduced hours, we are having to lean into some of our masculine energy to take action in a swifter, shorter, sharper way. But we can also stay balanced by leaning also into and reminding ourselves of our feminine energy, our feminine power, which is one of compassion, loving, and also receiving and being supported. So control what you can, use your masculine energy for that, and let go of the rest and use your feminine energy to allow other good things to come to you. So how can you do this? Well, you can either be journaling daily, things along the lines of, I love that the universe is always supporting me. I love that I trust in the universe to do its half. I love that I'm able to surrender this time to the universe and know that I'm always supported. You could be journaling, things like that. That's one thing that I love to do. I also love to do um, I have this included in my kind of guided meditations that I do on a nightly basis as I'm going to bed to really install those empowering beliefs about the universe and how it supports me as I'm going off to sleep. So I install those in my subconscious that way too. So it's a belief system that I cultivate. So I do that by noticing if ever my thoughts are going in the opposite direction, that I think it's all on me. And then I choose in that moment to shift and pick a new thought that's going to feel more empowering, that's more in alignment with trusting the universe. So you could print out some kind of affirmation and have it in your vicinity. You could just say it to yourself as a daily mantra. You could journal it. You can meditate on it. Whatever works for you, just bring it into whatever is your current existing mindset practice, just to have a daily reminder that you trust the universe or God or angels, whatever it is for you, you trust the universe to do its half and that you are open to receive that support, that guidance and that abundance. Fantastic. It's such a supportive mindset to be cultivating. And I say that from experience. Okay, so I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I hope you've really found these two parts super useful. I just am so keen to be serving you with what you need right now. And I know that this is something that many, many, many of you were asking about. So I know that you're going to find that it really works as you're implementing it. Keep in touch. Tell me how you are navigating through this time. Tell me your successes. Tell me your challenges. Tell me all the things. Send me an email, support at corriejavid.com. I always love it when you ladies email me. And you can find out more about today's show and last episode in the show notes over at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash navigate one and nav and then also forward slash navigate two. Those are the two different URLs where you can find out more about the show and everything that we have discussed. And just as a quick reminder, be sharing this show for your chance to win. So if you want to win one of the two shift to profit intensives that I'm giving away to two of you lucky listeners, then share this show. Either tag me when you're sharing it, and I'm at Corey Javid on Instagram, and I'm at Corey A. Javid, annoying, I know, on Facebook, or send me a screenshot of your evidence of sharing to support at CoreyJavid.com, and you will be entered to win. And if you win, my love, you and I could be getting on a Zoom coaching call very soon at a time that suits you and your schedule. Don't worry, I'll be flexible. Um, to help you have the transformational mindset shifts and strategy shift that you need to successfully navigate 
business at this time while your kids are at home so that you can be shifting to profit. Absolutely possible for you to profit, my love, even during these times. And it's okay to do so. And if you have any weird feelings about that, go watch my live stream and my Facebook group because actually we should be selling right now. It's our duty to if we can. Um, but if that sounds good to you, if you're like, yes, this is what I need, then you could be in with a chance to win. Share it. Sharing is caring. More women are going to need this information. So let's share it with our sisters, with our business besties, um, with all of the women out there who will benefit from it. And I am really excited to meet two of you and to give you the shift to profit that you need. Hooray. Okay, my loves, remember and never forget that you are now as ever limitless. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.